Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Friday, June the 24th, 2022. It is currently 3.13 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas, where outside it's currently 101 degrees. You heard that correctly, 101 degrees. It is hot outside. I don't know if you've been paying attention to what's going on in our country here in the United States of America. I know we have listeners who listen outside of the United States of America, but things are definitely heating up here in the United States of America. A lot of controversy, a lot of debate, a lot of back and forth today. And you, I know you've, yeah, I know you've seen the news. I know you've heard the news. I, I just, I have to keep mentioning this every time I go live because I don't want you to think that you know. Wait, what are you doing? Don't you know what's going on? I'm very aware. The Supreme Court has basically overturned Roe v. Wade, sending it back to individual states to make their decisions on what they're going to do with abortion. Uh, this is a a major development and uh, everyone has their perspective. I've given my perspective in the, the first live broadcast I did today. Not everyone was happy with my perspective. I think they felt that I should have been uh, and much more in a celebratory mood. And I kind of looked at it in a different way. And I remember the reason I approached it differently this morning, remember, is because I knew that every broadcast, every podcast from a Christian or conservative perspective, was going to have a basically similar approach. So I said, why why just give everyone what everyone else is saying? You don't need me. You come here, hopefully, to hear sometimes a very different perspective or maybe to, to just expand the perspective or offer some kind of balance. So that's what we've done. If you want to go back and listen to it, it is available um, well, wherever you get your podcast. And then we turned our attention to our ongoing series, 30 Scriptures in 30 Days, which was a very interesting episode. Hopefully it was somewhat beneficial. But you know what we have to do. You know, you know don't you? Don't you? Do you, do you know what we have to do? Are, are you familiar with what we have to do? I, I, I hope you know what we have to do, because if you do, that means you were listening last night. If you don't know what we have to do, then you were not listening last night, and you need to go straight to the archive and, and find the broadcast that we did last night. In fact, it was entitled, let me give you the exact title because it's very important. This is a continuation of that discussion. I'm I'm going to the, it was called FBI raids churches in Georgia and Texas. The FBI raids churches in Georgia and Texas. And let me tell you how everything happened. So last night I'm downstairs in my study watching television, not paying much attention. And I get a notification on my iPad, FBI, FBI raids. And I was like, oh wait, the FBI raided something. Okay, whatever. And I, I, I wasn't paying any attention because typically when I'm watching television, I try not to look at anything, no phone, no device at any kind. I usually try to separate it from me because I can't stand that idea of I'm trying to watch something and I'm actually paying attention to something else. No, I, I'm going to focus. So um, I, I I went back to paying attention to what I was watching. And when it was over, I looked, I, I went over and grabbed my iPad and looked down and saw the FBI raid story. And I clicked on it and it said FBI raids Georgia churches near military bases. Sources says, say church was targeting soldiers. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, so the FBI is raiding churches in Georgia that are located near military bases because the churches are targeting soldiers? I'm like, what are they doing? Are they kidnapping them, trying to kill them? 
What are these churches doing? What churches is, I mean, I, I was completely perplexed. And if you listen to the last live broad, or you listen to the uh, broadcast from uh, last night, the live broadcast from last night, yeah, I can't speak correctly. I am a professional broadcaster. Yeah, yeah. I can't speak correctly today. I am a professional broadcaster. It will be okay. But no, in all seriousness, when when I started, we started working on the story last night. I mean, it was it was really breaking news, and we were kind of working through it live on the air. We were left with a lot of questions. I was completely perplexed and did not know what was going on. But since then, well, the listeners, many listeners, have definitely thought, wow, this is fascinating. And they've been digging into this. So that I love when that happens. I love when that happens. And hopefully people will continue to do some investigating. I still have a lot of questions here. So I'm going to try to give you a basic overview of what we learned last night. And then I'm going to go through emails and look at some of the documents that I have been sent and links I have been sent. I will give you that those links and give you that information so that you can do your own research to try to figure out what's going on. As I said last night, this is a developing story. So I'm trying to be very, very careful with what I say. Some people may have felt that I was maybe too nice to the church and that the church is clearly something major wrong. It's a cult and you need to condemn it. Uh, others may have felt that, uh, I, you know, I was too nice to the church and, and some may have said I, I was not, I was too critical of the FBI. Look, I was trying my best to process it, trying to ask tough questions based off the information that I had. So I hope everyone understands. I mean, we're in the middle of a developing story. It's hard to go, okay, let's, Let's not over-exaggerate, but not, let's not play it down too much. Let's try to be right there, balanced and accurate. And that's what I tried to do. So if I, if I failed in any way, uh, uh, any way at all, it's on me. I take full responsibility, but I am trying to do my best to unpack this story. So we're going to spend a little bit of time this afternoon while trying to see what we can figure out. So are you ready? I, I would really challenge you, if you have something to write with and something to write on, this would be a good time to take some notes. If you can open up on your uh, mobile device, iPad, tablet, phone, and go to the notes section, you may want to just jot some things down so that you can investigate yourself because this is a really bizarre story. This is one of those stories you're just like, wait, what? And I know right now it's being completely overshadowed. Look, everything happening in our, our culture today, this story has been forgotten. It's been forgotten. But I don't want... I don't think we can forget. Here's what I'm going to do. Yes, everyone's talking about other things today, but I don't want this story to be forgotten, especially if this is true that these churches are targeting military members and they're being hurt by this these churches. If these churches are dangerous to military members, then we need to warn everyone who's associated with the military, hey, if you go if you get assigned to a military installation and you see a church outside the gate on, on of that base or that military post, you be don't go to it. Don't go to it. Avoid it. If that's the case, we need to get that information and need to warn people. This would have this would have some serious implications, but it's going to be forgotten. No one's talking about this today. So I'm going to try to say, hey, listen, listen, listen. I know you're looking over there, but look over here for a minute. This is important too. So let's see what we can discover. Here, here's some of the basic information. All right. The church, uh, here, here's, here's what we, I'm just going to read a little bit of this. I know I'll be doing a little bit of repeating, but I need to put this all together. 
The FBI on Thursday raided three churches associated with the House of Prayer Christian Church. House of Prayer Christian Church. That's the name we need to write down, and we're still trying to find out their origins and some of their history. We're still trying to gather information. House of Prayer Christian Church. Now, the three churches that they raided, two of them were in Georgia. One of them was in Texas. Okay. Now, the 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 House of Prayer, according to the, the news release as of last night, is owned by the foreign nonprofit company House of Prayer Christian Churches of America, Inc. So it's supposedly a foreign nonprofit company, but it's called House of Prayer Christian Churches of America, Inc. Um, when registered with the Georgia Secretary of State in 2004, that's the, the name they were going with, the business listed officers uh, are, the businesses listed officers are affiliated with the Georgia Church and use Hinesville, Georgia post office boxes as mailing addresses. Its churches, which are primarily located near, near military bases throughout the country, have been accused of former members and of veterans advocacies group, uh, an advocacy group of operating like a cult and targeting soldiers. Now, again, Having a church near a military installation because you want to try to minister to people in the military, you can't say there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing suspicious about that. That shouldn't be called into question. But what are these churches doing? Well, if you go through everything we reported last night, we really only have two, well, three supposed issues. All right. I'm going to go with the third one first because this one is, it shows up in this article multiple times and it's bizarre to me. The, the complaint about these churches is that they are recruiting, I think they use the word recruiting and soliciting military members, recruiting and soliciting military members. And, and they, they, they write about it in the article like it's some like sinister plot. They're recruiting and they're, they're soliciting. And you're like, what are they recruiting and soliciting them to do? Are they targeting these soldiers to to? turn over, you know, top secret military information? Are they, are they working with a, you know, a, a communist country or a terrorist organization? Well, like, what is going on here? Well, it appears that the recruiting and soliciting basically equates to soul winning. They're handing out flyers. They're inviting people to the church. They're doing so in front of the post exchange on, on, on an army post. It would be a post exchange on, on an air force base. It would be called a base exchange. If you're not familiar with this, if you're not in the military, basically like a department store, right? They have all kinds of things in there from electronics, clothing, all kinds of things. And uh, it, you, know, you don't have to pay a tax. So it, it makes it a, a good place to shop, especially if you're, if you're looking for like a, let's say you want to get a nice new television, where you don't have to pay the tax on it. So you can get it for a little bit cheaper. So they're called a post exchange or a base exchange. And then you have what's called commons, commissaries, where you get your groceries on a military base. And again, you don't have to pay any taxes. So uh, those are located on military installations. So they were standing outside those kinds, you know, in the parking lot, I guess, or right in front, handing out flyers, inviting people to church. They were going through base housing, okay, or I guess post housing on a military post or an, an army post, and maybe knocking on doors, handing out flyers, inviting people to church. I, that... <laughs> 
How is that even, the fact that that is even in the article almost viewed as something bad or questionable is what, is what disturbed me. But I'm like, wait a minute, the FBI raided three churches. And one of the things they're guilty of is they've been recruiting and soliciting military members. I'm like, wait, what is going on? I, I hope that that's, I think everyone should at least say, wait, these churches have to be into some really messed up stuff for the FBI to raid. So this news article clearly is missing some very vital information. I hope everyone would agree with that, right? And that's not me saying the church is good. That's not me saying the church is wonderful. The church may be the most apostate thing we've ever come across. It may be absolutely abhorrent, ungodly. The theology should be condemned. It it could be that bad. We don't really know yet because I wasn't able to find a theological statement or a doctrinal statement. But even if they're that, that messed up, I still want them to have the freedom to, quote unquote, recruit and solicit people to join or visit their church because, well, I I want the ability to do the same. So that's the first kind of accusation made. The second accusation seems to be made by one person and one event where supposedly someone from the church, according to the uh, complaint, snuck into the barracks, I guess, of one of the army posts. And threatened maybe one member or multiple military members. Now, I don't know the nature of the threat. I don't know how in the world they snuck in. I I don't know what's going on. That, that, that's what, so we have, now that one is clearly, all right, something's going on. If you're sneaking into places and threatening people, okay, yeah, law enforcement, the government needs to get involved. So those are the two, those are two of the complaints. They're recruiting and soliciting, which when you read the article, it's basically soul winning that there was someone snuck onto a military post and made some some kind of threat. But we don't know the nature of the threat. If this was a one-time thing, is that person who made the threat even still a member of of the church? We don't know, all right? And then the third complaint is this, and this is where it gets crazy, all right? In August 2020, the Veterans Education Success and Advocacy Organization based in Washington, D.C., asked the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and the Georgia Veterans Service to investigate alleged abuses of the GI Bill program by the House of Prayer Christian Church's Bible seminaries. So supposedly they have seminaries, and somehow I guess they're getting money from the GI Bill. Now, typically you have to be an accredited, an accredited institution, so they would have to have some kind of accreditation. But I don't know, like... How, how are they abusing it? Are they taking money where the, the, those military members are not actually going to those seminaries? We don't know. It doesn't give us any information. Now, that would bring the government down on you if, if you're committing some kind of financial fraud uh, with military financial and educational benefits. So we, we don't really know exactly what's going on here. The veterans alleged, so supposedly there were veterans, plural, that the House of Prayer Christian Church deceives the VA during inspections and targets veterans in order to access, now here's what's weird, supposedly they're accessing GI Bill funding, VA disability compensation, and VA home loans. We don't know how they're doing this. So here are the complaints. I'm going to just try to keep this all in order. Complaint one. They're recruiting and soliciting. Okay, basically soul winning. That one doesn't seem to warrant the FBI raid. That that seems odd. 
Okay, they supposedly someone snuck into the military barracks and made a threat, but we don't know the threat. Is this a one-time thing? Does that, does that bring about the FBI raiding you? I don't know. But the third one is where things obviously is going to bring in maybe the FBI. Supposedly, they are somehow targeting veterans in order to access GI Bill funding. All right, that's the GI Bill is your educational benefits. VA disability compensation, right? If something happens to you in the military and you're declared to be disabled, you get compensation. I'm 100% disabled because what happened to me when I was in the military and I get my VA compensation. VA home loans, another financial benefit. You, You served in the military, you can get a home loan with the VA benefit, sometimes at lower interest rate, and, and it can it can and there's other perks to it. I can't remember all of them. All right. So somehow what the claim is these churches are targeting military members in order to access those benefits, to access that money. Now are they accessing it in a fraudulent way? Now that I think may maybe the, the law enforcement, the FBI needs to get involved. But are they accessing it? because they have recruited military members to join said church, and then the military member has decided, I'm going to hand over my benefits somehow or money from my benefits to this church. Now, would that warrant an FBI raid? Would that warrant an FBI raid? Because what if, what if, you know, what if members of your church come into some great financial you know, profits, they, 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 they come in with a lot of money and they decide to give it over to the church. And then five years later, they're like, you know what? This church is garbage. And they leave and they're like, that church manipulated me out of my money and I want my money back. Should the FBI come crashing into your church and raid it because some some disgruntled people left and now they're mad that they gave them money or gave them the financial you know profits? Now, I'm not saying that's what happened here, but at least we've got to raise the question. Remember, the goal here is to be fair and honest. So with that information, I was just like, I don't know. I, I don't want to say the church is right because I, I, I probably there's probably something going on. But the FBI's actions seem like, okay, but I stated this last night. We don't have the FBI side of the story because they haven't released a statement. So. I thought, okay, I did the best I could, and then I got the first email I received this morning at 8.12 a.m. 8.12 a.m. I'm not going to give the name of the individual, and I'm going to not read parts of the email that would give you what they do for a living or anything along those lines, okay? But they say it this, all right? Because they're, they, they, they don't have a lot of time. This is what they told me. They don't have a lot of time because they're working in their job to get something ready that need, needs to be done. They have, a, they have a deadline they have to meet, all right? And so they, say, they said this. Any cult worth anything has a website run by disgruntled former, uh, disgruntled former members. Remember the Kenneth Copeland blog where the people who claimed he would pay for their airplane got mad in public when he didn't? And then they, so they created a blog. Now, that's true. Typically, if you have any any cult that's worth anything, there's going to be people who left the cult and they're ticked off and they're ready to expose it and they want to give all of the dirty laundry and all of the, that they want to tell you where all the skeletons are buried. So I was like, okay, well, that, that's a good point. And then he provided a link, right? Now, before we go to the link, he, said, he provides the link and then he says this, 
All right. I don't have time to process all this stuff, but hopefully it explains somewhere how they got access to military benefits. Looks shady. All right. So here's someone's like, hey, now this may give the other side of the story. We, we've got kind of the, we, we have the news side of the story, which really in some cases kind of makes the church look more like a victim than, than the criminals, right? That's kind of, I mean, you could almost like at least be a little bit concerned that something is going on here. This person, after a little bit of their initial look, they feel like that, hey, something looks shady here. Okay, so that's good. We're going to get, we're going to get a different side of the story. They go on to say, uh, by the way, the only way you'll hear anything further is if the feds bring a case in court. And that's a good point. I was hoping that, you know, I want to get the statement from the FBI, but they're right. I probably, we're not going to hear anything unless this goes to court. And if it goes to court, then we're going to get news reports. And then now all of a sudden everyone will be talking about, it. we may get a Netflix documentary. Who knows? Okay. We may get a true crime podcast series on it. Who knows? But you're right. Unless it goes to court, we probably won't hear a lot about this. But here is the link. It is www.hopcc.com. H-O-P-C-C.com. That's www.hopcc.com. You should check it out and see what you think. So I'm going to click on it right now. And this is what it says. The truth about House of Prayer Christian Church and Ronnie Dennis exposed, exposing the truth about cults, mind manipulation, and false prophets. Now, before we look at this, before we go any further into this, caution. Remember, this appears to be a site created by ex-members. Now, ex-disgruntled members. Now, anyone can be a part of a church. They get upset. They get hurt. They're going to have a certain perspective. Maybe their perspective is 1,000% accurate. Maybe their perspective is not accurate. They go and create a website and then make all kinds of accusations. We have to at least acknowledge many of these may be accusations. We'll see at what at what proof is offered or not offered, but they may be the only group of people right now who has some clue about what's going on. They may have so, well, we know why the, the uh, FBI raided these churches because you don't know what's actually going on inside them. And you're right. I don't know what's going on inside of them, but I'm trying to understand what's happening because as a, someone who is disabled vet, spent 19 years in the military active duty, then worked as a, a civilian contractor for a couple more years, the last thing I would want is military members being targeted. The last thing I want is military members arriving at a new base or a new post and like, hey, I'm looking for a church and they end up in some cult. That The last thing I want was for, so I, if, if I can get the correct information, I'm willing to use this microphone and scream as loud and as long as I need to, to say, if you're in the United States military, Beware, and I would challenge and then get every listener, if you're near a military installation and one of these churches are near it, then your church needs to do everything you can to start ministering to those military members and try to keep them from going to that cult, okay? And then, because, and you need to warn, you know, you can do everything you can in your local area, but I'm going to do everything I can from here in the middle of nowhere, Texas. But here we go. Welcome, it says, welcome, welcome to leave a comment 
in the three columns under the comment block, please enter a posting name in the first block and your email address in the second. Your email address will not be visible to the public. The third block can be left empty. If you're on a mobile device, all menus to our other articles will appear at the bottom of the page. Please see recent posts to see our most recent posted articles. Okay, I like the fact that I'm giving a little information about how things work and what to do. So that's good. Um, and I and I and I may and I haven't had the opportunity yet. A lot a lot's been going on. I may try to reach out to them. Now, if you know any other ministries that investigate cults, um, tries to expose cults, please pl- give them the information about the House of Prayer Christian Church and say, what do you know about this? Can you investigate? The more people investigating it, more voices are out there exposing it. If this turns out to be something sinister and bad, as well, they I mean. They refer to them, um, I mean, they seem to, to not obviously think that this is a, a good thing. So let's see what we can find here, all right? It says, the place, the place of truth, the cult known as House of Prayer Christian Church in Hinesville, Georgia. So they call it a cult. There's no, there's no, there's no second guessing their perspective. This is a cult. Now again, I've heard people refer to I've heard people to refer to MacArthur's church as a cult. I've heard people you you people will call any church a cult that they disagree with, right? But it's it's does this have the hallmarks of an actual cult? Let, let's see here. They said the cult has recently changed its name to the Place of Help in Hinesville, Georgia, and the Assembly of Prayer in Augusta, Georgia. Don't be deceived, it's still the same cult. So they've changed their name. That's interesting. The place of help and assembly of prayer. Having different names can make it very difficult to track down the group, but they're saying it's the same group. It says, the truth is finally here. Welcome to the place of truth, the place where you can find answers. Many felt that a publication of such is needed in this present time because 1 John 2.18 says, even now, there are many antichrists. Here we will set forth uh, by the unchanging word of God the many ways to know and recognize a false prophet and the type of organization or false church that a false prophet is usually over. Okay? Now, um, they have here basically some whistleblowers and people giving testimony of why they left these left these churches. Um, I'm just going to read, I, I'm going to read this first one because this first one says, this is uh, a, a testimony, uh, Brother J.M. Rodriguez why I left the cult H-O-P-C-C, former POA and behind-the-scenes real estate worker and the an initial whistleblower of Ronnie Dennis corruption. So is this the, uh, the original person who started saying, hey, there's a problem here? So that's why we're going to work a little bit through his testimony and see what's going on here. Again, this, this story is all... All this information, we're just getting this information and we're trying our best. Now, this goes all the way back to December 2016. So this this testimony was from December 2016. So there's been issues obviously circulating, and I don't know when this website was built, 
these these issues with this church has been circulating for a while. I've never heard of them. Never, no clue. I think the person who emailed me this morning said they've never heard of them. I think I had other people said I've never heard of them. So clearly, you know, they've they've kind of, I guess, operated under the radar per se. I I, I don't know. Let, let's see what they have. To, what what they say here. It says uh, testimony why I left the church, the cult. I'm sorry, the cult. Um, House of Prayer Christian Church, they abbreviated H-O-P-C-C, again, House of Prayer Christian Church in Hinesville, Georgia, Brother J.M. Rodriguez. All right, here we go. I got, this is their testimony and, and kind of what happened. I got saved during my 11th grade year of high school and instantly started reaching out to others. My life had changed radically. This was before I ever knew of Ronnie Dennis or H-O-P-C-C, House of Prayer Christian Church. Though later on, he would take the credit for my salvation and attribute it to the House of Prayer. Thanks be unto God that God that the God I served before HOPCC ever existed is the same God who has kept me and I serve. I met Ronnie Davis when I was still in high school. I later joined the Army, and it was determined that I should get stationed at Fort Stewart so that I could be at the Hinesville Church when the split from when the split from new testament took place okay now this is written in a way i got what do you mean the split from the new, from new testament i was there was there a church called new testament church okay i don't know at this point rev reverend dennis would tell me that i was called to be a pastor and that he would train me for the ministry as time would go on i really felt like it was my time to get out of the army and do something for god I told uh, Ronnie Dennis that when I got out of the army, I wanted to work for God and to help the church. Even if the church couldn't pay me, I would find a way to make it work. I was young and loved God and understood God and ministry was not, was not about money, but about sacrifice. So the times came, I was out of the army working for the church with just my unemployment to pay the bills and no VA money at this time. It was really tight, but I was so excited to be finally making the sacrifice I had heard of countless others make before my time. Soon things would change. The ministry I was promised I would be trained for was a lie. So this is where everything begins to change. I found myself doing less and less church work, and slowly Ronnie Dennis was having me do real estate types of jobs. This would be fine, but it had been, it would have been fine had it been legitimate church real estate, but it was more crooked than you could imagine. 10 years of working in the ministry and all I was doing was generating over, it looks like it's a hundred, almost a million dollars of real estate income every month and giving it all to Dennis. And on top of that, they made me purchase property and purchase property without my permission in my name and had me put it on the rental market and give all the money that came from these properties to them. I was, I never benefited from all this work. I was doing what I was doing. I was told my reward is in heaven. Wow. Okay, so this person ends up in this church, says he's going to be trained for ministry. He doesn't appear he's going to be trained for ministry. He starts doing less and less work for the church. He's doing work for this person named Ronnie Dennis. I don't know who this person is having to do real estate jobs and he's generating all of this money, but the money and he's purchasing property and property was being purchased without his permission in his name. 
So it's, it's almost like it becomes like a real estate, I won't say scam, a real, a real, a real estate program. We'll call it at, th- at that point. And what, what in the world is the church doing here at this? I, I don't know. It was no, a normal occur- occurrence for Ronnie Dennis to demand reports for me on a daily basis to see how much money I was bringing him. And he would scream and yell at me if the money wasn't right. He would tell me if the house didn't get rented within a certain time or if all the money didn't come in, he would kick me out of the church and say he would pray curses and judgment upon me. What in the world? Like, if this is true, like, first of all, why would you fall for that? I always, I'm always baffled by that. But, but you know what? I, I, you know, you, you, people can get caught up in these things. We just got to, you've got to be sympathetic. If again, all this is just one person's account. So I cannot verify any of this being true. Um, he would often refer to it, uh, as all his money, not God's, not the church's, but his here. I, here I was young, working without pay, paying full rent in the church house I was living in thinking I was doing it for God. When the man was exploiting my willingness to sacrifice so that he could have two beach homes in Miami and Vero and Vero Beach. Now I'm just still willing to serve God without pay. And since I left, that's exactly what I'm doing. So I'm just qualifying that this part of the story isn't about me not getting paid, but rather that my willing heart was abused. I was often afraid of something. I was often afraid of something going wrong in the office, which would bring about my doom. One time Dennis told me that if I made one more mistake, that I would be out. I called him and begged him to please let me let me stop doing this work. I was too afraid of making another mistake and getting kicked out. He went berserk and began yelling and screaming at me and told me uh, that told me that I said I would work for God for free, but that was my vow and that if I didn't do it I would go to hell. So the years went by and I continued to work long hours as a slave and gave up on the ministry. This is, this, okay, let me state it again. We're reading someone's supposed account that this happened. I cannot verify any of this, but it's also hard to wrap your mind around. But people get, people can be young. They have no theological foundation. They have no biblical, they don't have the the means to handle the scripture correctly. They end up in some church like this, and then it's basically like, you don't do this, you go to hell. You don't do this, you're going to be cursed. You don't do this, you're going to be thrown out of the church. And I'm going to pray a curse for, for you. If you have no way or knowing how to handle the word of God, I guess someone could use this and manipulate you into it. This is why, it's why every Christian has to be equipped in how to handle the word of God. Now, again, I don't know if this story is accurate, but if it is, this, this is frightening stuff, all right? So let me go back here. So uh, um, so the years went by and I continued to work long hours as a slave and gave up on the ministry. I thought he was the prophet of God and that I had to obey him and just put my trust in God and keep working, never having family time, working from sun up until sundown, waiting for him to let me go home after the final briefing at his house so that we so so that would be very late, sometimes midnight. Now, please note, he thought he was a prophet of God. See, that's another thing. When you start believing God is speaking to other people outside of the Bible, you, you set yourself up for that. This is why I hate the charismatic 
theology with every ounce of my being. God is not speaking to anyone outside of his word, period. And any, and it's over. No, it's not happening any, anymore. Oh, I, I, this stuff makes me so angry. All right, here we go. Things started to change one night when I would, when I would come to bring home my report, as I did every night. For the first time, he seemed not too interested in the money report and was playing with a calculator, crunching numbers and writing things down. He would do this every night. Then he started asking me questions about my birthday, my son's birthday, and others. He would crunch the numbers in the calculator and told me and the others around him that God was teaching him the secrets of the universe. He told me every person in the Bible has a number and everybody in the world does also, and this number was how they would act as people. It was based on our birthday. Later, he would start reading our palms and telling us that the marks in our palms would match our numbers. He began getting really into this and would often make me bring my wife and son over so that he, had, he could read their palms. It got even stranger. He would run the chapters and verses in the Bibles through his calculator and said that God was teaching him secret things. He would say that he had entered into a realm where none of us were, and it was Deuteronomy twenty nine twenty nine, the secret things. He would soon start referring to God as Abba Yahweh, I guess that's what's supposed to be Yahweh, and started talking about the two-nine spirit. He said that he had the two-nine spirit, and, and what that meant was that God had many numbers according to this numerology, and that two-nine was when the Trinity has fully come together in full power. He started walking around in trances, acting very abnormal. He started... He stated they had reached a level where God would speak to him at all times and he no longer needed to pray to get answers from God. If anyone, if anyone remembers this time, he even acted like this from the pulpit. His eyes would shift back and forth as he would listen to voices that we all thought was God. And he would tell us that God would, would say, I was one of the three men tasked out to paint the inside of the house and some uh, house, the same till colors as in the Hinesville church, because the voices told him these colors were the colors of heaven, and he had to do it. He was out of town at his beach home for the first two weeks. He had a little more, he had a little more to do when he came back, and he was walking around like a zombie, calling on the 2-9 spirit at times by yelling, 2-9, 2-9. This really happened. Think back to the church services when he said, uh, Reverend Braden was going to get struck by lightning, a bolt in church. He was calling on the 2-9 spirit, yelling from the platform, and had several brothers and their wives come up to the platform and said that they had received the 2-9 spirit. Then started twisting his head, roaring like a lion. Back to his house now, he would make statements saying that Ronnie Dennis is gone and is with Abba Yahweh, and that the person he is, all spirit now. One thing for sure, Ronnie Dennis is gone. The current one is not the one I met when I was a teenager. Over time, things would just keep getting stranger. The more he messed with his spiritism, the more whacked out he got. He claimed that he knew the date of the rapture and told me, uh, told me and my wife that Abba Yahweh cleared my wife and I to know the date. The date he gave me was January the 13th, 2018, and my wife and I were supposed to move to Florida with him and a few others because we were going to reach the world before the rapture. Might have turned into a Jonestown if I was allowed to go on. The spirits actually started making him be nice to people during this time. He gave, uh, what, it looks like a million dollars to Ken Reap, 
so that he could retire and travel before the rapture. He gave Reverend Benton a check for $37,000 to pay off his credit cards. And, and, uh, and he gave close to, I guess, a million away in handouts. Later, he would be very angered about this. This, this is bizarre. This is some crazy stuff. All right. Um, how long does this go? Okay, I got to finish this. I got to finish this. I don't think we're going to get further than this. The climax of all of the spiritism had to be when he called several ministers and their wives over to his house instead of going to church. Of those present were Rever- Reverend Robertson, Reverend Braden, uh, Reverend Pinkin- Pinkton, Reverend Schmidt, uh, Roscoe, and his last wife. If anyone wants to fact check this, ask her. She was there. My own son was also there. The meeting actually turned into a seance. He came and sat down in the center of the living room and would be telling us the things that were taking place. His eyes would shift back and forth and he would be saying things as he was told to say. Many crazy crazy things went on, but to name a few, he proclaimed himself to be deity. He actually said, I am deity. He also claimed to be the savior of the world, said that God told him he is above everyone in the Bible and that God marveled at how smart he was not understanding how God created him, yet he can he can finish God's statements when he talks to the Trinity about taking care of world events. He also said that he had spoken to Reverend Davis and that he went to heaven. Later, he would ch- change that and say that he went to hell. Speaking to the dead is forbidden by the Bible and his witchcraft. I mean, the, the story, what in the world is going on? These stories are, I'm not going to read all of this. This story is just crazy crazy. This story is crazy. And it's the very first one. So again, go to hopcc.com, hopcc.com. And I think I kept saying a million dollars. I think it's actually a hundred thousand dollars. I think, I don't know why I was saying a million. I think it was a hundred thousand dollars in those cases. So if I said a million, I think it's a hundred thousand. So if I got the numbers wrong, I, I apologize. Um, and, uh, see here. Um, man, this story. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Uh, man, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking for further information because it's just so crazy. Uh, just, just nuts, just absolutely nuts. Um, I don't even know what to say. I'm I'm just literally just baffled by this. But again, go to hopcc.com. You can read it's it's the very first testimony. There's there's a number of other testimonies. They do have phone numbers. Need help escaping hopcc? They have numbers to call. Uh, they said our mission. It is our mission to inform the public as to the many types of abuses that have been taking place at the House of Prayer Christian Church located in Hinesville, Georgia. They also have a sister church located around the country, sister churches located around the country, and sometimes they go by the name of Assembly of Prayer. If you're concerned that a loved one may be mixed up in one of these groups, please contact us and we will do what we can to have you, in, to have you informed. House of Prayer Christian Church is located in Hinesville, Georgia and other states is a cult. There is no other way of looking at it. Many of our testimonies have come from true insiders that have supplied us with a wealth of evidence showing us uh, what many speculated is indeed true. House of Prayer practices, practices brainwashing on its members. 
They do this by a tactic known as love bombing. If you do a Google search on the phrase, you will find that this is a technique used by cults to lure prospective converts in by being really nice to them, showing them a form of love and happiness. This is all a front. Most people who come to the defense of the House of Prayer Christian Churches are usually people that may have attempt that have attended for some time, but because they do not seem to be non-troublesome converts, they are purposely kept away from the inner workings by the leadership. This is a common practice that cults abide by, else if they showed their true colors, no cult would ever exist. It's a system of mind control that is monitored by the leadership as members show a willingness to allow counsel for their lives by the church leaders. They become monitored and brought in a little closer. They slowly work on people's kind-hearted Christian nature to trust those above them as they yield to the cult. Little by little, freedoms are taken away. One of our informants got to the point that he was working in all manners of real estate for church and would work long hours without pay. By the end of his time in the cult House of Prayer Christian Church in Hinesville, He became a prisoner in his own home, and he was told he could only leave to run to the store if he informed Ronnie Dennis, the head cult leader of the House of Prayer Christian Church. Others were pressured into purchasing real estate in their own name with their own credit for the church. Once the house was purchased, the members were never have anything to do with these properties any longer. They were put on the real estate market or rental market, and all rent finances were given to the church. Later, most of these members would have their credit ruined by House of Prayer Christian Church, as the ones that had taken it over would often skip mortgage payments, while at the same time pocketing money that came in. Wow, this, so you can see why maybe the FBI raided this. Um, Wow, this is just some crazy stuff. This is just some crazy stuff. You, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say right now. I don't know what to say. I, I will. I just got to remind you. This is what this website claims about the church. The church. I don't have the church's defense of itself. But we definitely need to put it this way. We need to approach with, with extreme caution. What is going on in House of Prayer Christian churches that are located near military installations? Because and not just in near military anywhere. Because you don't want anyone that you know, you don't want any, even a stranger to get caught up in something that could be this dangerous of a cult. Now, again, the, the, the FBI only raided three churches, only three. I don't know how many of these churches even exist. I don't know. They're changing their names, so I don't know. There's so much we don't know, but that is crazy. It's just crazy. Uh, just crazy. I, I just okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm I'm going back and looking. I I misread the number. Okay, it, it is a million. When I said a million dollars, it was right. It was a million dollars. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't. I was having a hard time believing it was a million. I was looking at the number, going, "That's a million, right?" Um, hang on. Let me go back to the article. Let me go back. Let me go back to the article. Because that the numbers were, were blowing my mind. I'm going to go back to that testimony. Make sure. No, it'd be a hundred thousand. Okay, it'd be a hundred thousand. It wouldn't be a million. Okay, so I was reading. I was re- I was reading it incorrectly. All right, so I said a million, and I'm like, that, well, it can't be a million. No, it's a hundred thousand. Okay, 
for some reason, I, 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 I was seeing a, a comma after the one and there's no comma there. So, um, you know, I was seeing one comma, zero, 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 comma, zero. I, I, that's what I was seeing and I, it was in, incorrect. So $100,000 is what that, so let's go back and read those numbers correctly because I don't want anyone to accuse me of misrepresenting anything. So he says, um, for 10 years of working in the ministry and all I was doing was generating over 100000 of real estate income every month and giving it all to Dennis. So that was 100000 Where else did we have a number here? Um, where else did we have a number? Because I want to make sure everything is accurate. Wow. I don't think I missed any other numbers. I don't think I missed any. Was that the only number? thought there was one more number that was mentioned here. Okay, here we go. Uh, so yeah, he, the, so the spirits told him to start giving money. He gave 100000 to Ken Reap. I think I said a million dollars. He gave $37,000. And then he gave, now that's a million. Now, now, the, now the next one, he gave close to a million dollars away in handouts. That is a million. So um, I, I, w- I was just trying to process all of that money and all of that information. So I apologize for misreading. I'm just glad I caught it at the end. Uh, but there's no excuse for missing it. I, I know what a million looks like versus 100,000. I don't know why I was seeing a one comma there, but there wasn't. The last one does have the one comma. So yeah, I, I apologize. I apologize. So, but when you're reading, you're just, my mind is just trying to unpack all of this. So, so that's the, the, the site I was going to, we've got more, we've got more documentation that's been sent to me. We've got more documentation that's been sent to me, but we don't have time to get to it in this episode. I just, I want you to go to hopcc.com and look at it for yourself. But remember, please, 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 please. This is just one perspective. We don't have the church speaking for itself. We don't have the FBI giving an actual official statement. What we have here is disgruntled members, ex-members, who are saying, I'm not saying that they're lying. I'm not saying they're not telling the truth. I'm saying that we have a lot of information that we do not have confirmation on, and it would be not be right or biblical or godly for me to turn on the microphone and say things that are not accurate. But we need to be aware that there's something going on with a House of Prayer Christian Churches. I don't know if there's any located in your area. You look and see. And if you see them, you may want to be like, whoa, what's going on? And, and I am going to do this. I'm going to give you the number. I'm, I may call these people just to see what information they can give us. But here, here's the numbers they have. I don't know if these numbers are still working. I don't know. If you want to call them, feel free to call them. You can ask them where where are do you know all the locations where these churches are located? You, 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 you can just do your own research, but here's the number. Uh, area code 912-675-4616. 912-675-4616. I don't know if it's an I don't know if it's a working number. I don't know what you're gonna get when you call it. I have no idea. Another number, 912 492-5043. So the first one is 912-675-4616. The second one is 912-492-5043. The third one is 815-579-2299. 815-579-2299. I'll give those numbers one more time. The first one, 912 675 4616 
912-675-4616. The second one, 912-492-5043. The third one, 815-579-2299. I'm assuming these numbers are, are these numbers are manned by ex-members. I'm assuming. Former members. So they may they may have more information than I. I I'm, I'm just I, look. I'm 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 getting number. I, I was getting a hundred thousand confused with a million. Okay, so I, I I've already made my mistakes here. So, but uh, wow, this is just crazy. It's just crazy. They have uh, their most recent post. Their most recent post is. Oh, they got a YouTube video here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Of the raid. So they got a YouTube video of the raid. It's uh, You'll have to scroll down to their blog article where it says pride comes before a fall. They've got uh, FBI raids, Hinesville Church. Man, okay. Okay, now, the very first post uh, is as of today. What well, we can't be as of today. It says June 24th, 2022 at 626 p.m. Uh, it's 4.05 p.m., so I maybe, maybe they're in a different uh, time zone. I don't know. Um, it says, would any of you be willing to speak with me about what's happening at HOPCC? I'm an editor of the Augusta Chronicle, and I'm interested in understanding your experiences. And then it says you can reach me, and it tells them where they can contact them. It says the worst part of this is that old greedy goat Ronnie is sitting in his mansion while others are taking the fall. How pathetic of him. If he were truly righteous, he would he would take responsibility for this. Yet we all know he's just play, he'll just play the uh, blame game. I wonder what is what is the his next money making scheme will be. All right. So man, I yeah, you can read the articles here. This is crazy. I don't, man. So they got a video of the raid taking place or or of the I'm not gonna watch it all, so I don't know everything that it shows, but they definitely, uh, you see, you see a car, you see some cars, um, and one of them has the trunk open, and I'm assuming maybe that's where they, the if the F, if that is a car for one of the FBI agents, they did they take out their their stuff, but I don't know. Um, yeah, th- this is crazy. So I'm gonna stop right there. Go to hopcc.com. Maybe I should have just done this episode by just, instead of reading a lot of that to you, I could have just sent you there. But I wanted to at least dig into this. I was going to dig into it anyway, and you know me. If I'm going to dig into it, I'll just do it live on the air. So even if I make a mistake with a number, but I did correct it. So I do apologize. I'm I, I, I embarrassed that I got... I confused 100,000. I, I saw 100,000 read it as a million. And then when I saw a million, I think I read it as 100,000. I don't know why I was, I was mixing those up, but I did. So, all right. There you go. Wow. What a, what a crazy story. What a crazy story. Just an absolute crazy story. So um, I'm going to make sure I haven't received any more emails. No, no more emails about that. Okay. There's the latest. We're, 
We'll keep following this. I, I've got to go. I got more content to go through to, to read to you. But um, at least the media is involved in investigating. So that's good. And uh, so more story. I think a lot of these stories are going to be basically centered in Georgia, it looks like. The Augusta Chronicle has been the one reporting the story that I read to you last night. And so maybe it's going to be more in Georgia. But you, you, you need to find out where these churches are located. And we got to at least figure out what's going on. Right, because if they're a dangerous cult, we need to warn people. And if they're targeting people in the military, we need to. Now, maybe the FBI is going to ultimately this is all going to go away. I don't know, but we'll have to watch and see. All right, you can email me your thoughts. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. God bless.